Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Trash Box. This is Emily, and before we begin this episode, I have an announcement about the future of the podcast. So, as you know, Marshall and I live directly across the earth from one another. I'm in Canada, he's in New Zealand. And lately, it's becoming really difficult to find a weekly recording time that works for both of us with the time difference and our schedules, especially because the pandemic's winding down and things are getting busier again. So going forward, I am going to be the main host of the show. Obviously, I'm going to miss Marshall so much. He's one of my closest friends, and I know you guys are big fans too. He's definitely given us some hilarious and totally unique takes on the housewives world. And I just want to thank him for everything he's done for the podcast. Going forward, we're going to go to like a weekly guest format. Don't worry, I'm not going to be talking to myself every episode. And I'm really excited to get to meet some new people, interview some comedians and bravo celebrities, and maybe real celebrities. We'll see how big this gets. And I just want to thank you all for listening as always. And enjoy this episode. Hi, I'm Emily Richardson, and welcome to Trashbox, a Real Housewives podcast. This week, we have the one, the only, Jill Bartolucci. She's a comedian. She's a television writer with This Hour Has 22 Minutes. She fronted the one-woman hit fringe show, The Weight of It All. And she's working on an ebook about fitness called A Comedian's Guide to Fitness, because she is also a personal trainer or fitness wench, as she calls herself. Welcome, Jill. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I you were like cracking your head. I like how you get it. You do stretches before this. <laughs> well, when I have to like stick to a script and say things properly, I get like very anxious. Yes. And I know no one can see me, so I'm like, eh, 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 eh. I see you. Um, so Jill, how long have you been a real Housewives fan? I think I started watching Housewives uh later in life. It, I think it was when Dorit's Dorit's first season okay. on uh, Beverly okay. Hills was my in. You know what? I think I was probably around the same. What would that have been? Like five years ago? Yeah, like five. Ish. Like Yeah, I feel like 2016, 20, 2017. Yeah, hell of a year. Marshall got me into it because me and you know this, but me and Marshall lived together. So Oh, he did? Yeah, because he was watching Beverly Hills. I hear a lot of Beverly Hills was my first love. And I think it was mine too. Like I, I think like my favorite is New York and Potomac, but I think like Erica Jane Dorit era of Beverly Hills is what grabbed me at first. And then I went back and then I fell in love with all like the Taylor Russell. Yes. Weird first season, yeah. you know, the suicide stuff. I mean, that was fucked. Oh yeah. It's shocking to see how Kyle looks now versus her first season when she was so like, I mean, Kyle's a beauty. Kyle is a natural. Well, I don't know about natural, but she's a beauty. Oh God! But she really uh, uglies herself up with her, her clothes. I, oh my God! <laughs> well, you're into fashion, right? You're. I think. I think of you as like a fashionista. I don't know. I don't know if I'm into fashion. I think. I think so. I. I think I enjoy the dress up. Like I think that has stuck with me since being a kid. But I'm also. I, it's a, a mm -hmm. joke to myself. But I. She's got to lose the hats. They're just. <laughs> they're so. They're so bad. And she is in fashion like she yeah, has yeah. a brand and she'll only lean to oh god yeah the hats and, and the caftans that's kyle <laughs> what, okay what do you think about sutton's fashion okay sutton i think i enjoy because it, it seems like a joke yes I, her fashion is funny but i think she thinks she takes it seriously but like the the couture 
couture. Couture. Couture is um, it's quite uh, cringy. I really liked her um, her mammogram fashion this week. Where I she, don't remember what she was wearing. She was wearing this kind of like gray, like light purple poncho after the fact. Or even like it kind of was like half poncho, half cape. It was like woven. And it had this giant skull on the front where you would like, you. I, I assumed like the pattern would be flowers. Like the, the, the right. vibe, it was flowers, but it was yeah. a skull. And I'm like, you know what, Sutton? I fucking love that. That's so funny. But again, I don't know anything about fashion. Like, and, I, and I'm frequently wrong. Like last week on the podcast, I was like, I really like Kyle's hat and oh French my god, outfit. Kyle and Lisa, they looked like the twins in The Shining, like with, <laughs> with that those dresses. And it's so hard to take. I can't take looking at the screen, and I can't take them seriously. Any conversation they're in, when when you're wearing the same outfit as somebody else, you really can't get away with saying much. And she added the stupid, <laughs> she added the stupid hat on top. Yeah, that. That's yeah. so bad. Who makes hats their statement? I think that's bizarre. I don't know, but Kyle does, and it's it's very bad. What do you? Okay, I did like one outfit, and and again, you have to tell me if I'm wrong because I don't know. But this week. Garcelle came out with this kind of like matchy matchy green pedal pusher number. Pedal pusher. I really did. I liked that getup. I like, you know what? I actually wrote down, I love Erica's red blazer in her testimonial. Like that, the red blazer with the, the black buttons. Yes. Um, so Erica's fashions, Dorit's fashions, always. Dorit's, yeah. Yeah. I love Dorit's. I don't even, like, like I used to kind of roll my eyes at Dorit and now... She is my everything. She is the scam queen. Like, no, no, no. Erica's the scam queen. Right. But actually, I kind of think that, like, like Dorit's like the fun version of Erica, the fun scam queen. Like, she's scamming big businesses. She's not going after, like, Thai orphans, you know? Right, yeah. right. She's ethical with her scamming. Yeah, yeah. She's an eth- ethical scammer. Yeah. Like, I used to, like, you know, shoplift the odd piece of lipstick from Shoppers Drug Mart mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. And I feel like that's ethical scamming. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, it's it's not like a mom and pop shop. It's a chain. No, no, it's Shoppers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So there was no new New York this week, which I was shocked about. Mm-hmm. Me too. One thing to watch. Yeah. Where is it? Well, it's because the Below Deck um, reunion was on or something i think oh. that's what because i uh, went fishing on the the google for for answers so we're just going to focus on beverly hills this week i looked up if there's any recent erica jane news because you know the, every day we got something new like last week they were like her lawyers quit and then her lawyers came back right yeah okay so tom is as we all know in so much shit and he is involved in so many lawsuits and he's getting sued by his former business partners, which resulted in the him and his firm's bankruptcy. And now the petitioning creditors in this bankruptcy, which also I don't understand how bankruptcy works. I don't understand how any of this shit works. I, I don't know. No. But basically the people who are like, you need to give us the money. You need to liquidate the assets. Mm-hmm. The a- assets? The assets <laughs> are saying that Erica's not going along with it. She refuses to show any of her documents, any of her books, which is not a good look. No. So she's not, she's, she's hiding things. And, and they're saying, this is what like the, um, the bankruptcy people say, as each day goes by, Erica has been publicly dissipating community assets by selling her clothes on public websites, flaunting large jewels on social media and on TV, and has done nothing to assist in return structured, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now I don't understand, but 
she's basically like secretly getting rid of shit and like shuffling things. So it's right. it's all sneaky behavior. And plus the lawyers quitting after they watch the doc. Yeah. This is all very, uh, I'm getting bamboozled here. Like the, t- okay. So the timing of the documentary coming out when it did mm-hmm. and then going into this week's episode of like revealing the divorce and, and alluding to what's to come. It's like painting over. I don't know what I think anymore because I think, I think if I watched this episode without seeing the documentary, I would think I would sympathize more with, with Erica. Totally. But now as I'm watching the show, I just, I don't believe anything that she's saying. It's okay. I watched this episode twice. 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 Because there was no New York. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, I don't know, watch it twice. Uh, first, because I wanted to watch it for fun. Second, because I wanted to take notes on it and like really think about it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And the issue is, I was so fucking like, as as listeners know, like even last week when I did the uh, the solo pod, I was getting myself into a tizzy getting angry about how much I hated Erica and how big a liar she was. Mm -hmm. And now when I watch this episode twice, I'm like, I don't know what to believe. And you're muddying the water. And I don't, I don't know. And I want her to be bad. I want her to be evil. Yeah. Yeah. So something makes sense, you know? Yeah. It's easier. Um, Oh, it's hard. I, uh, I think she knew. Yeah. I think she knew. I don't know if she knew the extent of everything. But I think, I think she knew. Let's, let's start from the beginning of the episode. Okay. Last week we have this like to be continued, like totally dramatic thing where she walks in and it's like, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And then she walks in this week and everyone starts cheering. Yeah. And, but then she just said, what's going on, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> very bizarre. Very awkward. It's so awkward. Like already the edit is already like too pro Erica. Like the episode is titled The Liberation of Erica Jane. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's so funny. <laughs> oh gosh. I think the difference between like a Denise Richards, because people have been talking about the hypocrisy of like these women being like, you gotta tell the truth about Brandy and sex, Denise Richards. And then just letting Erica paint her narrative as she wants it. I think the difference is they're scared of Erica. Oh yeah, for sure. So after some like Parisian luncheon like okay we got to talk about this Parisian luncheon because that's <laughs> I think that's like the biggest takeaway I I, I don't the glorifying lettuce on a plate for so <laughs> long that was like the saddest salad I've ever it's not a, I don't even think it qualifies as a salad I think it qualifies as like a garnish but I'm so <laughs> I'm so sick of Lisa Rinna like making well this sounds like a pun but making a meal out of food the way that she celebrates like food to the cameras is like when someone is making a, a big gesture when they're like unwrapping a present. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. She always talks about like food that way. Even like the the hot dog once once twice a year. Yeah. During- okay, what because I have some opinions about this, but I also think that some of my opinions might be offensive mm-hmm. because she's a very thin woman. Yes. And she loves to flaunt that thinness. I mean, I feel like I'm saying like a Daily Mail headline. Like she loves to flaunt her tone body. But she, I think she really takes, maybe, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm like projecting, but I feel like she takes great pride in her skinniness. And there was that conversation last year where 
her daughter's eating disorder, Gar- Garcelle asks, like, well, do you feel any guilt about that? Yeah. So there's, like, this weird narrative around Rinna and her body. Mm-hmm. She doesn't touch upon it, though. No, she doesn't. And then I think she does this food thing to, like, almost... Deflect. Yeah! Yeah, yeah. She, like, deflects from it. Because even... Did you miss it in, in, like, last week? When Crystal saw that she had, like, lost five pounds from being on the trip, and the first thing... <laughs> Uh, you hear as Lisa go fabulous and then has to like backtrack yeah and then bring bring up her daughter's thing but it's like oh this is all very telling like (laughs) it's rough yeah I also think the food stuff her her reaction and I and I agree it's like these big reactions and the eyes get big Mm -hmm. um I also think it's not just about food it's about look at Lisa right now she kind of does these big reactions with anything that happens. <laughs> you know what it is, though? I th- she's a seller. Yeah. And I think she's, like, selling the food, the QVC shit. Like, mm-hmm. and then when we came back to it at the end, I was like, fuck, now the dumplings. I'm just, oh I'm I'm very sick of the, of uh, seeing this woman parade food to my screen. Um, it's just not very believable. No, and I also think it's an attention-getting thing. It's like, yeah. I know so many actresses who, when... <laughs> When they like something or like they think something's funny, it's like this performative, like, <laughs> it's yeah. like, look, everyone, I endorse this. Yeah. I like this. And, it, and when Kathy says something kooky, mm-hmm. uh, Rinna is like, oh, my God, because she probably knows Kathy's going to be a fan favorite and she's hitching her wagon to that star. Yeah. And she's like, look, look, everybody, I like her, too. Like, I'm, you know, she's trying to try to be relatable. Mm-hmm. You know what's so funny though? Like I think like because I think she plays the show like very well, mm-hmm. but no, I take that back. I think she, <laughs> I, I think she thinks that she does because you can yeah. tell in seasons like this is the season where like Rena was not likable. So then you see the next season she tries to be likable, and yeah. last last season she was like evil, <laughs> and and now this season you see her trying to not have that look, but then it's almost like it's desperation now. Yes. Like she, she's just coming across kind of like desperate on the screen. I think her time is over. I don't think Andy thinks that. I think no. that Andy fucking loves Rinna. Well, this is a the thing. Then I'm, I'm going, I do love Rinna too, though. You do? I don't know. These women confuse <laughs> me so much. My feelings change every episode. <laughs> I, I do like Rinna. After saying all that, I don't, I don't know. Well, I think a good housewife is complicated and she keeps you on her toes. Mm -hmm. I think for years. I mean, I remember when I first watched the Rinna seasons, I liked Rinna. Yeah. When she was going up against Lisa Vanderpump, I I enjoyed that. Yeah. I think the main issue with me this season with Beverly Hills is that there is this core four of Rinna, Dorit, we should not be yep. there, Dorit. Break away. Oh, I love Dorit. Oh, I know I love her too. No, no, no. I, just, <laughs> I love her. I just don't want her in this clique. So there's Dorit, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyle, Lisa Rinna, and um, Erica. And they are yes. like the Fox Force Five or whatever the fuck they were. And it becomes so boring. Oh, It is so boring. Yeah, because they are this clique that like blocks everything. Like, yeah, you can't break through. No. And so with, with Lisa's bullshit and um, Erica's stuff, no one's gonna call out erica for anything like we see Sutton might in the future yes but no one's gonna call her on her shit well because they try and distract you with the fashions see (laughs) yeah the fashions are distracting but it's it's there's a guard up 
It's phony baloney. Do you feel like we got a, you got enough out of this episode? Like in regards to Erica? With all like the to be continued and like now this is like where everything has started to get revealed. Do you think this episode brought information? I think this is the most Erica's ever spoken on an episode of Housewives. Right. I think Andy kept telling us she's going to go there. She's going to go there. But I think that this is the narrative he's talking about. I think this is as much as she's going to go there. Yeah. And that her going there is taking zero responsibility and playing the victim. Yeah. Like I had that thought too. And then was like, fuck, like what I'm thinking ahead and like what the reunion's going to bring. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like we'll spend more time on the fact that Garcelle named a goldfish Kyle. <laughs> Um, than than Erica Girardi, Erica Jane. I think that the fans want blood. Mm -hmm. And because we want her, we want her to have her comeuppance. And I don't think her downgrading from a fucking huge mansion to, oh no, a place with just three bedrooms. A three bedroom, I know. I know. That's not enough. I'm happy that Mikey Minden's still in the picture though. Oh my God. How is he still employed? I don't know. But I, I, so do you know that I like knew of Mikey Minden before Housewives? No. Because I, I grew up dancing and so I would go to Los Angeles to take classes and. Really? I didn't know that. Yes, you did. You didn't? Oh, okay. I didn't. Well, I know, no, I know you're a dancer, but I didn't know you went to LA. Yeah. I like, I thought I was like going to like move and like try to like have a career as like a backup dancer but um what? yes but mikey minden was like i think you can still find it on youtube if anybody wants to look it up but if you just look up like boylicious what yeah boylicious you might need to look up the studio that like we everyone would dance at which is like edge <laughs> just look up boylicious edge or if you want to type <laughs> in mikey minden boylicious <laughs> There's like a, a, a whole little video when like, I don't even know if iPhones, maybe iPhones just came out, but it's like a grainy ass video of like Mikey Minden, um, Blake McGrath, who's like a Canadian uh, dancer. Um, they're just like, they're dancing to the band Girlicious. So, so Mikey Minden was like on my radar when I was So like, he was a good dancer. Very good dancer. And so somehow he... Went from that to styling. Yes. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know the career path that he, I don't know when the, the fork in the road came for Mikey Minden, but um, <laughs> that's where I know his story begins. Well, I know he like, you know, he was always like there with the choreo being like, Pat the puss. So yeah. obviously he has like a hand in the dance of it. But I wonder how these hangers on, I wonder how they get there. Like, I wonder how they find their big fish, you know? Because Erica was a big fish back then. Like, mm -hmm. did you ever meet? Did you ever talk to him? I think I probably took a class or something. Like, I think I like I would just take classes, but I don't. I would never approach. <laughs> <laughs> God no. God no. He's an icon. Yeah, he's an icon. He's an icon in his own world. Apart from, apart from Housewives. Really, um, isn't that funny? Yeah. Um. So can we talk about Kathy? Yeah, let's talk about Kathy. <laughs> um, I loved at the the table when when Kyle brought up that Kathy Hilton talks in like code. <laughs> yes, her shorthand. Because yes, shorthand, her shorthand. Because I think this is very much um like my mother. Uh, really? Yeah, my mom. And I guess because you saw like the clips of Kathy like not really finishing sentences and stuff. 
mm-hmm. which is how old Jamie talks, but it it's even more like my mom's also a huge fan of like true crime shows, which like doesn't go well together because if you asked her to follow along with a plot, like she just wouldn't be able to like fill in the blanks of like a murder. <laughs> so like she could be watching like forensic files and just like she's there for the whole thing, but you're you're literally asking her to like recite back what's happening and she's like well this guy did the thing and then (laughs) and then i knew because you know and uh they found prince that's hilarious but actually i bet she'd be good at getting away with a murder because she talks in shorthand because she wouldn't say anything that would uh get her in trouble it's like very mafia thinking this rich person thing i'm obsessed with kathy (sighs) yeah i really like her a lot And she makes Kyle look so good. I was going to say, other than, you know, all of them being Erica apologists, Kyle is having a fantastic season. Yeah, she's having a good season with her sister. Mm -hmm. I really like that pair of siblings on the show. Uh, I don't care about this Kyle and Dorit thing. Um, No, no. That's nothing. I don't know why the camera's on that. (laughs) And I I am glad uh, they wrapped it up this episode because I was scared it was going to be like a fucking arc season long. Yeah. It'll get brought up again, though. I think it'll come. Yeah, it'll get brought up because something will happen. And I mean, I can be a little long winded. So I I sympathize with Dorit. But also, I love to interrupt so I can sympathize with Kyle. (laughs) What do you think's worse, being an interrupter or being long winded? I think being long winded. Really? I think so. Because I, yeah, because, and I especially think that Zooming has made it a lot more difficult to deal with the long-winded people. Right. Because, I mean, at least in real life, you can like, if you're in a group and, you know, someone's doing their monologue, you can kind of like, kind of start like a side part of the conversation and be like, right. kind of weave in and out and be like, so anyway, Joe, how's how's your wife doing? You know, and try yeah. to like get away. Whereas on Zoom, you are trapped. Oh my God. You can't find like a natural flow of like conversation and how to like transition over to somebody else. I do not miss that first couple months of the pandemic when uh, people were doing the like, you know, let's play Jack Jack in the Box or what was it? Jack Box Jack? Jack. Jack, I don't know what that is. What is that? It was like these special games people would play and like you'd go on Zoom and there'd be like 10 people on Zoom. And you're all playing this stupid word game. You know what I'm talking about, Jill. No, I did not get invited to these uh, Zoom. <laughs> Zoom <laughs> oh, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, those those are exhausting. So Dorit, I guess, would be, be death on those. <laughs> Dorit would be death on Zoom. I feel like it's worse to interrupt, though. If I'm just really? thinking, well, I think from like, it's not rude to be long-winded. Whereas I feel like someone who interrupts, like, that can be rude right? Yeah. We visited my family this past weekend, myself and my boyfriend, and he's only met them like three or four times because it's been a pandemic. And so it's always been like, you know, they'll come up and we'll like walk through a park or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we have, we all of our shots now. So we were like, we're going to go home to visit my family. And he, (laughs) I was like, you're being kind of quiet. And he's like, all you guys do is yell at each other. And I don't know when to get a word in. (laughs) (laughs) I can't interrupt. He's scared. I'm like, oh, you have to be forceful. You can't just wait for a gap because it's not going to be there. Oh, the interruption has to be like strong and firm or else if you don't have the confidence, then you can't lead the conversation. (laughs) Yeah, I understand that. I also feel like a lot of times, oh, and maybe you disagree. I don't know. But I think I'm a better like listener than 
than someone who talks. Really? I'm, I'm about to say I don't think I talk a lot, but then I, as I'm saying that, I wonder if, if you think that I do. No, I don't think you do. I think you talk a medium amount. I think I like to listen more, which is also great for a podcast, huh? No, it's great. Please. I could talk all day. Um, and, you know, I read things online about like, oh, uh, on so-and-so's podcast, they have the guest on and then they just talk the whole time. They don't let the guest get a word in. Mm-hmm. And so I'm petrified to do that. I'm really scared that I'm just going to be yakking the whole time. Oh, no, I need you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get going. Or else it's just going to be silent and then... <laughs> The listener will have to, like, meditate. <laughs> um, so Erica talks about her, her her leaving Tom. And she's talking about how conversations were reduced down to a sen- sentence or two. Mm-hmm. Um, she spent 30 days, like, selling her clothes and getting shit done. Yeah. And then she left him. And she admits she filed on election day to bury it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she says this stupid fucking thing, which is... Like, someone asks, like, oh, where did you get your furniture? And she's like, oh, I just stole the furniture. Girl. But, okay, so why is that? Is that going to get her? Like, it's just couches, though. But that's going to come back to bite her? I think, like, when they said this on the documentary, the iconic ABC Hulu documentary, there Mm -hmm. is, like, a legal assistant or somebody who works at the lawyer's office who is sitting down and transcribing everything she says. And when you say stuff like that, it's like, okay, great. You you took the furniture. When are we getting the furniture back? How much is the furniture? Right. Uh, You're saying you're selling your clothes and you plan this for a month. Great. Let's get receipts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a legal fucking mess. So while she's on the show and she's saying these things, then how can she not know? Oh, my gosh. Now, I don't know if Erica knows or not. I don't know because she really is painting herself out to be the victim here. She's smart though, right? Like I don't do you I I think she's a smart woman. Yeah, I don't think she's stupid. No. If she's is- hiding information such as, you know, taking money from orphans and widows, um then I feel like she wouldn't reveal her assets. The okay, so there's there's being stupid and then I think with Erica or someone like Erica, and like, I could be wrong here, there is holding on to her job, which is her only source of income now. Which, which is housewives, really, right? Yeah, exactly. And there's the attention thing. Right. And her wanting to be, keep being a celebrity. And her thing is is her flaunting her wealth. It's really complicated. And I really wanted to come into this episode and be like, fuck her. And I was a lot. Like when she said, when she was going on about... um you know, the, you know, the Lamborghinis are nice and the planes and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But at what human cost? Mm-hmm. And she's talking about her marriage when we all know, like, the real human cost is the, the man who was burned alive and has to get the surgeries yeah, for the rest of his life. And the victims of the Thai plane crash, their families. Yes, this is all very bad. It's very dark. Very dark. But, like, I love some darkness on my reality shows. Oh, yeah. And, and an opportunity for a new storyline would be a broke housewife. Yeah, it would be nice. Oh, God. This whole downsizing, the, the, the house tour was so cringe. I know. And she's like, how are we going to fit all of my things in, in my shoe palace? Like, that's a stupid legal move, too. It's like, I have so many clothes and so much glam that I could hardly fit it in these two standard sized bedrooms. Which I think is so funny because she, like, uses, like, for clout, like, the story of, like, I was just a girl working at Shakers. Like, I, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. she And she's acting as though, like, 
<laughs> she has nothing now. Like I left all that behind and mm-hmm. you have, you have a lot. It's still a three bedroom, two bathroom. It's 1500 feet. It's still a mm-hmm. mansion. And this is the mansion she moved into. Army Hammer was renting beside her. So she's not living in a shack. No, no, she's not. How much, how much do you, do you think she makes from the housewives? I think at least six figures. I would say, I, I don't know. I would, I would guess like 300 grand or something. So how many months is that for Mikey Mendes? <laughs> <laughs> how much glam is that? I wonder if Mikey needed to get a second job. Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. The pandemic. He also looked like he had like a COVID like look. What do you mean? Like a weight gain? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I would never say something like that. Like, like, uh, <laughs> like well, his hair wasn't long. Maybe it was the facials, the, the facial hair. Yeah. He looked different. Yeah. He kind of looked like when George Michael did that beard. It was like a very manicured, like, facial hair situation, I feel. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's his, like, COVID, like, hair look, you know? Maybe he's got some fillers, too. I mean, we all know he has fillers, but, like. No. <laughs> no, Mikey? Not yeah. Mikey Minton. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, and then, okay, we uh, just one last thing about Erica, because we've been going on about her forever. But she is now, like, presenting herself as, like, this cool girl who, like, rubs THC oil on her clit and vag? What? But I did, I did like her at the end. I, like, that is an Erica that I would watch. I have to say, completely, I disagree. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and so why? Phony baloney. Phony, but, well, yeah, we, we have to deflect. What the hell is she gonna do? <laughs> But you, because the thing is, you either get that Erica or you get the one that, like, she doesn't give you any information about anything. Like, she's stone cold. So, I don't know. You don't know what I deal with that night. (laughs) Her cop son. Yeah, that's that's also really holding up. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. I wish it's the issue is I have no patience for the truth coming out at all. Right. I I have no patience. I want to know exactly what's true. I don't want to wait for like a fucking court battle in two years. Um, no, I don't want any of that. I want to see, I want to know unequivocally if she is evil or she is not. Right. And, and listen, there is a possibility. She had an inkling, but she's really just how she is presenting to be, which is a trophy wife who had to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who had to kiss the I, ring. <laughs> I keep, I I think about it a lot too, because like, so he's a lawyer, right? So that would, Mm -hmm. your relationship with your clients would be confidential. So I don't know how much she would know. And not that there's any parallels, but my stepdad is also 29 years older than my mother. Right. And, And my stepdad no longer, but was a psychiatrist. So that also... And he fucked over a lot of people. <laughs> because I was thinking because like, so one, there's like an age gap and mm-hmm. also there's like a disconnect of like careers. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't expect her to know what goes into being a lawyer because I was trying to put it in a way of like, okay, well, would I expect my mom to know a lot of things about like my dad's job with, you know what I mean? Yeah. And listen, my dad doesn't do anything confidential. He's just a pallet salesman. And my mom doesn't know shit about his work. Mm -hmm. She just takes the money and buys stuff for her living room. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know how much like, fuck. I know. I think I had a strong opinion at the beginning of this episode of this podcast of chatting that like she knew, but I'm, I don't know. 
Ugh. I'm all over the place. The the water has been muddied. Also, right now, um, Kathy and Kyle and Crystal all went to watch What Happens Live the other night. Okay. And there were a lot of questions, kind of like pointed like fan questions being like, so what do you think about Eric and now? And they don't want to slag off their friend, obviously. But Mm -hmm. I think it was Kathy and like Kyle, who was in the audience watching, but like still managed to jump on set and like do the splits at some point. Uh, They were like, well, you have to keep in mind when this is being filmed, we don't know about the lawsuits and the scams and like the victims yet. We just know the divorce. So they are making that very clear that all we knew was that Erica filed for divorce. So then in, because so many times this episode, she was like, they just, these women, they don't know. There's so much more. So like, (laughs) what is she alluding to when she's saying there's so much more that these women don't know? I think the legal issues. Of the the divorce, but then not any of like the plane crash victims and and stuff like that. I think she's alluding to all of it personally. So she at this point in time knows about that? I think so. Which is why they got divorced. Okay, because then there's like the theory that like Tom was in on it completely, that she didn't just serve him and like flee into the night. I don't believe that story also. I dropped him off at work, said I love you, and then got my stuff. And he said, thanks, hon. Like I was a client. <laughs> it's all it's, yeah, it's, it's all going way too smooth. Yeah. Um. Okay, so fuck Erica. I can't, like, we don't have any real answers yet. Although I am very excited mm-hmm. to see how the season goes. The other drama of the episode is... This never-ending Sutton and uh, Crystal thing. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, we haven't even talked about that. Okay, so I, I think I have like a. I feel like I have a lot of thoughts about it. Then great, please go right ahead. Well, I thought about being away for a weekend and every interaction with somebody that you don't really know is so awkward and not going well. I don't know why yeah. Sutton in the first place would take it upon herself to bring a coat to the room. Why? I don't even know why she did that in the first place. I agree. And I think like myself as someone walked in on me in the nude, it wouldn't be a big deal. But I also know a lot of people that like that's an uncomfortable situation. And like, I feel like I do have friends where there are like some boundaries that exist that are like they would react in a way that would feel it would be unpleasant. So I understand that side. I just I don't I have no idea why she even brought the code in the first place. But in chatting about it and on camera crystal saying like i'm not going to bring it up to anyone and then like they roll the footage of like multiple (laughs) times her bringing it up i think she kind of shot herself in the foot i mean here's the thing when there is any kind of drama in life with me i have word vomit where i'm like did you hear and she's so weird (laughs) (laughs) it was so weird she did this and it, it, it's, it's sometimes it's a lot of the time it's less about gossiping and it's more about getting validation from friends and being right. like, I'm not crazy, right? She's yeah. the weirdo, right? Right, right, right. There, so there's a lot of like, because I'm into my Reddit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a lot of posts on Reddit being like, Crystal's now the bad guy. Crystal is a mean girl, just like Sutton said. And I think that's not true. I think Crystal is confident or, you know, yeah. pen, pretends to be confident because she's like a, you know. She knows herself now and she's gone through a lot, especially with her bulimia and her uh, body image stuff. Yeah. But I also think that she truly did feel violated. And this isn't to say that, you know, Sutton's a predator, but I think her own issues, she felt violated. Yeah. I don't think Crystal is a bad guy at all. I actually think she's like quite fun and funny. And I feel like... Yeah. I, I I enjoy watching her and think that like we... I would like to hang out, you know? <laughs> I just think... it. I think Sutton is just like in the wrong in the first mm-hmm. place. 
again with like bringing a coat but i think i think that crystal maybe just got like a bad edit in the last episode of like them showing you you can't say like i'm not going to talk about this i'm going to keep it between us and then multiple times it shows you talking to somebody else so i think she just made a little bit of a whoopsie yeah and i think that her whoopsie pales in comparison to sutton's weird like kind of bullying of her throughout the whole lake tahoe weekend yeah. And then we we forgot about like the incident where she's like, I don't see color and like yeah. what yeah. the fuck? Uh I did get a laugh at um Sutton and uh Crystal sitting down to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, Crystal's Crystal's trying to be like very like chill and she's like, Well, you know, we promise not to talk about it. And then Sutton like just like fire in her eyes is like, You didn't do your promise. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of true though she is true yeah and then another thing like there was so many conversations and again it's like a running thing with these women that it's like you got to bring it up and just nip it in the bud which is just like (laughs) i know it's a show but like these are so nothing incidents that's like or you just like don't need to bring this up and and move on it's the same with like dorit and kyle's interaction of like okay so we need to go over the fact that you talk and i interrupt and what happened on the plane yeah i don't know how we're gonna move on <laughs> they've now they've now had like this like sit down chat like more than once but the problem is i have these thoughts that I, to myself when i'm watching that are like or just dr- this is not a thing but then i'm like <laughs> well if they don't show this then what is the show yeah it's true. It's not very realistic. Like, I, I have so many issues with friends where I'm just like, sweep it under the rug and forget about it. How many conversations has Sutton and Crystal had? I don't know. A lot. They had so many sit-downs in, in, in like, Tahoe, <laughs> and then they're still having the same ones. Yeah, and and it's not at all settled. And it's to be continued. I think, like, we're about to see it again on the next episode. Yeah, I think so, too. And then we haven't even got to the, what am I jealous of, Crystal? Your ugly leather pants. Which I can't wait to see. I know, it's gonna be great. I did get a laugh out of, you know, yes, Crystal broke her promise about talking about it. But Sutton and Crystal were talking and they're like, listen, we were in this together. Let's settle this. Let's take it to the girls. They sit down (laughs) and immediately Sutton turns on Crystal and she's like, but you were talking about it. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. I, okay. I agree that Crystal shouldn't have called Sutton manic and crazy, especially with her father's like suicide and stuff. Cause obviously, you know, mental health is a trigger. We are just different people, though. Like, I'm surrounded by manic and crazy people and, men- <laughs> and people who are mentally not well. And I, I guess these women are so stuck up that like to be hurled something like that is like offensive to them. But I, I don't know. I guess I don't really find talking about mental illness is not like an offensive trait to me. I don't think so either. I also think that there is this conversation people are having the last few years, which has taken me a second to follow, which is don't like casually call people crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, Because I would like, I would say crazy in lieu of annoying a lot, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Be like, oh, she's crazy. Even if she's just, you know, having a bad day or something. Yeah. Or even like, I remember um, one time this this homeless man came into a Starbucks I was at, like proudly walked in, grabbed like all of these sandwiches from the freezer, yelled a bunch of, you know, swears and walked out. And I met friends later that day. And I was like, oh my God, I saw such a crazy dude today. And they were like, ooh. You can't just like throw the crazy word around like right. you know, that is that is a man with mental health issues. And I'm like, huh, like that was like the first time that it ever occurred to me ever. But these Gen Z kids, man, they they know what's up. They, 
<laughs> they do. They're like, no, no, no. You can't, you can't just throw crazy around. Mm-hmm. So I get, I get what Sutton's saying. I do think that her, of all the things at that Lake Tahoe weekend, for Sutton to be like, she called me crazy. Right, right, right. When she was like acting. She was acting in a way that was like, you, you weren't coming off like you were well. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Is that okay? I don't know. She I, maybe manic's not the right word, but she seemed like disturbed all weekend. That's for sure. I don't. I feel like maybe Sutton gets triggered about like things because even like what was it like last season with the whole like let the mouse go incident, and you you just like see like Dorit's like mouth like just dropped open, like people are utterly like confused. She's an odd one, and I'm still I'm still She's quite so entertained odd. by her. Her and Crystal are doing a lot of heavy lifting for drama this season for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I really like Crystal. I do too, and I don't think she's a mean girl. I don't think she's a mean girl. What do you think about Rob Ninkoff? I love Rob. You do? Yeah, I do. I do too. He's very, he just seems very nice. He's a good boy. And he's nice to Sutton, so that that's nice. Yeah, I love that. There's no like, I don't know what yeah. I'm looking for. No, it's like grudge, like a PK grudge, yeah, right? Like yeah. PK would come in and be like, do you talk to my Dorit in a bad way? PK. PK. I really like PK too now. Yeah, I do too. What's wrong isn't with me? It, isn't it crazy how <laughs> we take these turns on who we like? We are manic. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm looking forward to more. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, because I'm so, I am tired of like this stupid Lake Tahoe conversation. Let's make yeah. some new beefs in this feud. So, oh, also, yeah. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Go, go, go. Is that is the Lake Tahoe the same place where the Kardashians went? And yes, okay, it's the same building. It's the same house. Right. Okay. So they're all sleeping in the same the same rooms yeah. and afraid of the same bears. And, <laughs> okay. And speaking of next week, we're like we get we get Rinna being like, oh yeah, Amelia Gray's dating this Scott Disick guy. Ugh. Oh God, he's this. Disgusting. He's disgusting. disgusting. He's absolutely disgusting. It's, it's, you know, it's Lisa's dream come true, right? Do you think? I thought. Yes. Oh, really? 1,000%. Oh. Yeah. Doi, I thought I'm like, she's actually concerned, but no, maybe she like loves this. Fame. Fame, baby. Attention. And see what's funny? I always thought that the, um, the celebrity Rinna daughter would be. The other one. Deli- Del- Delilah? Delilah, yeah. Delilah, Delilah Bell. Delilah Bell. <laughs> Delilah Bell and Amelia Gray. Amelia Gray. So that was basically the, the episode this week. We got right into it because it was the only one we had to. Are, are, do you watch Potomac? can't remember. I do. Yeah, yeah. Are you excited for the next season? I am very excited. I, I kind of want Monique to come back, though. I do, too. I think that, that's a very strong cast. Very, very strong cast. Very fun. Grand Dame. Like, who's your favorite housewife of all time? Of all time? Oh my god, Jill! That's such a big question. You know, I hate to say it, but five years ago I would have said Erica Jane, which mm-hmm. makes me disgusted. I love Luann, mm-hmm. even though she's super problematic, just because her storyline has been the best. And and she No, no, no. I take it all back. Sonia. 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 Yeah. How about you? I know last season was a lot, but I think Dorinda is probably wow. Yeah, but of housewives that are on right now, I really like Portia. Yeah, she's great, mm-hmm. and I'm excited for the drama she's going to bring with this new uh, this new fiance. Oh, right, I forgot about that. Yeah, right with that because that that Fallon. Yeah, um, Fallon. <laughs> oh my gosh, Fallon Medusa. Fallon Medusa, 
And she already got the guy's middle name, apparently, tattooed on her neck. No way. Wait, Por- Portia did? The back of her neck, yeah. Portia got the guy's name tattooed. It's like his middle name, though? I don't know. It's bizarre. Very fun. Well, Jill, it's been lovely having you. Do you have anything you want to plug? Yes. At some point, an ebook will be available. Um, it's called A Comedian's Guide to Fitness. It is um, an approach to fitness uh, with humor. That's awesome. Because the gyms, are, there's too much, too much that goes into people just trying to work out. And it, it can be easy and fun if you want it to be. Um, so that's going to come out. And I'll throw it up somewhere. Yeah, we'll post about it. We'll post yeah, about it. Yeah, okay. And I'm very scared of exercise and you know your shit and you make it not scary. And I've also uh, been in some stuff that you've choreographed and you're really good at like breaking it down for the dummies like me. Oh, thanks. No, seriously, Jill, I mean that because I suck at choreo. One thing that um, I actually uh, have really fun doing because when you're trying to give cues to people when when, like working out, I find like the Mm -hmm. terminology doesn't transfer to people. For example, you know, the, the term like brace your core. I don't know what that means. Exactly. So I started doing my own cues, but like by like referencing movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like if you're doing a shoulder press, yeah. you know, m- maybe listener is thinking, what is a shoulder press? I say, John Cusack can say anything. Lifting, <laughs> a bo- lifting a boom box to the sky. Honestly, I would know what a shoulder press was. And that makes total sense. Now I understand. Lift your boombox to the sky. That's great. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. I, actually, I actually want this. I want this. And I, that's it. I'm getting fit. I'm getting fit based on this one plug. <laughs> You're already fit. Everyone, there's no before photo for anybody. We exist as we are. Not even Mama June? <laughs> <laughs> Not even Mama June. Okay. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming on, Jill. Uh, we'll have to have you back soon. You don't really have a choice. I would love to come back. Yes. You're I want to talk New uh, York and, and all, all the other ones. Totally. Totally. I'll have you back. I'll have you back when there's a Potomac-New York overlap. How about that? Okay. Yes. Right, oh, yes. Ooh. Ooh, drama, drama. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>